let's let's just get it all out there. You know, who they're reaching out to is not who they thought they were reaching out to. I feel bad for everybody. Hello, and welcome to the You're an Asset podcast. I'm your host, Casey the Dollar. And on this podcast, we find out who is an asset in the financial industry and who is just an ass. It is. The BMIs are stupid. On today's show, we have a very special guest. Before I introduce him, I want to preface this by saying I had no idea how much drama could possibly be inside the insurance industry, specifically the life insurance industry, because it seems like the drama just doesn't stop. And there's a big story right now. Big story. Um, It's been going on for several months, actually. My beginning of the story probably starts more like two years ago. And um, the story really picked up heat back in August. And our guest is here to give us all of the details. So without further ado, please welcome Mr. Grow with Corey. What's up, Casey? <laughs> What's up, Corey? Corey Latour, everybody. When you say uh, drama, it's like high school all over again. It is like high school all over again. It's crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> I, I don't know whether to be entertained or embarrassed. Well, when you're in the middle of it, it's like, <laughs> it's kind of juicy, but I don't want to be here. But I don't want to be here. <laughs> drama like we're in high school. And the drama hasn't seemed to stop. No. Um, it does not seem to stop. There's something new every week. Yeah, something like. new every week. So on this episode, right, I mean, usually you guys know we we figure out who's an asset and who's an ass by having someone on the show. But also this episode really is to clear the air about so many things going on. Because if, um, hi listeners, if you listen to episode one, you might have heard Corey's name in that episode. There's been some lead up. Even we've been creating drama. <laughs> Not in a bad way. All for fun. But Corey, why don't you tell us how long you've been in the industry? Where you're from? All that good stuff. I would say August of 2021 is when I okay. actually started. I think I got my license at the beginning of the year. I ran insurance for about a year and a half and then went full-time content creation for uh, IULs. And that's something really important, right? Because um, when I'm telling someone like you're an asset in this industry or you're you're an ass, it's usually because of how they do business. And what what you mean is that you haven't actually been writing any business for a while. You just do content. You're you're an educator. You're a content creator. You're a marketer. Correct. I right. actually haven't written a single piece of business all ever. Well, since I since created. you started creating content. Correct. I did okay. final expense mortgage and stuff like that, but yeah. never actually written it. I just educated on it in hopes that the people who would want to get policies set up in the way that you were educating the internet about them would then fall into the hands of someone who was going to take care of them correct um a partner per se i guess you could say yeah i'll tell you right now i know for from firsthand that you can't make all the content take all the leads run the whole business train that you can't do it all so you have to divvy up tasks and responsibilities so it makes sense that you found yourself in a position where you're making content that's supposed to be educational knowledgeable content so that someone else doesn't have to do this 
someone else writes the business. This is what you enjoy doing. This is where your strong suit was. These were your strengths was marketing, content, educating, right? I have a family. So, you know, I have a, I have two daughters, a wife, you know, two dogs, seven cats, three snakes. (laughs) Like being home is where I felt more valuable, you know, marketing and educating and being a stay at home dad essentially is really where I wanted to be. You know, my partner was like, don't worry. Like, Hey, we're business partners. Let's figure something out where you're strong. I'm strong. Let's build a business together. So I went all in. Of course, when you trust someone and you can see, um, you know, potential, what else are you going to do? You got to take a risk. You have to. Would you say that your business partner was a mentor or was it more like you guys were equals? He started off as a mentor. Okay. So you're a family man. You meet somebody who has similar mindset. He's mentoring you about a new industry. And all of a sudden, you know, you realize your strengths and how you could be put to use. He does too. And match made in heaven, right? Match made in heaven. You know, he, <laughs> I, he, he thought I thought he was a brother. You know, like my family was very close with him and his family. You know, it, it seemed like a too good to be true sometimes. Mm. I mean, it's funny. You're not talking about the IUL, right? It's not the IUL that's too good to be true. It's, it's <laughs> No, people. that's what everyone says, though. <laughs> <It's people. laughs> so, I mean, I'm sure everyone's going to be itching. Like, who is this person? But for anyone curious, me and Corey do know each other. We know each other. We're friends. I have highly respect Corey. And I, I really want to make sure that the story is told accurately. My intention of this episode is that the air is cleared of the bullshit that has been online um, and that these other people have caused. I was actually sitting here in, in my apartment, which this would have been last year. And I messaged one of my business partners and I said, hey, do you know Grow With Corey and these other people? I'm like, yeah, they just, um, not Corey, but somebody, his business partner, asked me if I want to go to Mexico and share ideas and make content. Because he said, you know, hey, it looks like you're really successful. I really love your content. I'd love to basically get a piece of your mind. And I went, mm, probably not. <laughs> What's probably that not. Yeah, it smells like it smells fishy. Something's weird. And I remember telling actually McCall Marshall, what do you think about this? And she was just like, mm, no, I'm good. I don't we're like we're good. We're doing our thing. I can't tell if it's like we want to take your ideas and like pretend like we're collaborating or you really want to collaborate. And honestly, I was too busy. I was just like, mm, sorry, that was kind of it. Other than a company called 360 Financial that started posting my content all the time. And I wasn't bothered by it at first. Until Mr. Corey reached out to me and said, hey, I'm really bothered by 360 Financial posting my content. Are you? And I thought to myself, but Corey, you're involved with 360 Financial. Why are you bothered? And this is how the Corey-Casey relationship, friendship begins. Yeah. Yeah. So then so then what what was going on when you reached out to me? I was noticing trends, but I was also just pretty irritated about how everybody in this industry steals content creators hard work. And I take it personally. And just for somebody to swipe it, you don't know where that content, you know, those leads are going. Um, It just kind of rubs me the wrong way. And I wanted some input for what my next move was with 360 Financial, essentially. And yeah, and then very shortly after the drama just... Because of that comment that I put on 360 Financial's page, someone thought they were reaching out to me or at least my company, when in reality, they were reaching out to Corey's business partner. And the client was very upset and wanted her policy reviewed. And I don't know if we should go right into all that because we're, I mean, we're going to have to, right? But that's what spiraled it is. It's it's not okay. And um, they see other agents with content that they're engaged with, right? It's engaging, they're learning something, and they go to this 
you know, content creator, quote unquote, and who knows how their policies are. You know how many there probably are that have been written? Yeah, a lot. Let's let's just get it all out there. When when all of this happened and we found out that a client thought they were speaking to Power 3 Financial and they were not. I was obviously very upset, right? Because that's my brand. And it all comes back to your business partner. Uh, <laughs> yeah, when I, <laughs> what was that? I, uh, yeah, I can't even speak because I, I'm, I'm remembering that text message. When I messaged you like about the client and all of this? Yeah. And you're mm -hmm. like, do you know a Michael Pearson? And I'm like, uh, why? So Michael Pearson, right, ends up being the agent who set up this client's policy, who the client thought she was working with my company. And when I tell you, Michael Pearson, you are sick because this is a guy that you've been giving your leads to. And we got ourselves in this situation where we had literal proof from a client. Her policy is not set up the way that she wanted it to. She's not even talking to the company she thought she was talking to. And it all comes back to Corey because Corey's content's everywhere and he's associated with 360 Financial, which is your business partner. And Michael Pearson is also his business partner. The part that is frustrating in all of this is that Corey did not know that the policies were not being set up, how Corey was educating people about them online. Like they were not being set up in the same way Corey is saying this is how it should be set up. And that's where this nauseating feeling comes from of like, how dare this person who I trusted take my clients who respect me and screw them over under my nose. <laughs> you couldn't have said it any better. They, yeah, the nauseating feeling of how many people did this happen to? I felt used, essentially. Yeah, just being taken advantage of by by people that you thought you trusted. This is why I wanted to tell the story from the beginning, right, Corey? Because if you had not said, hey, Casey, are you annoyed with them using your content? Because I'm annoyed. When all of this happened with Michael Pearson and Dan and this client, I would have been upset at you. And, but we were friends and I knew what was going on. That's why you're here. So that the story is not confused that Corey is the one screwing people over. Corey did not do this. I just, I, it just, it blows my mind. It, it still leaves me speechless. You know, three yeah. months later, I'm still speechless at this yeah. whole ordeal. Is there anything you want to say about your relationship with 360 Financial or with Dan or Michael at that time, how you felt. I reached out plenty of times and, you know, but I was asking for my partner's book of business so I could go through my leads. Yeah. I, I never got any of those. I was basically a workhorse. And if I didn't post something, I would get a text message. Like I literally, I'm being used for personal gain. And, you know, the more I was going into the business that I was on and looking at policies, you know, I would see some of the stuff that I was educating on increasing, but more and more, I would find more level, more level. And then I would go into the, you know, trainings and see certain things. And it just blew my mind. I wish I was able to keep up with all the policies and the amount of leads that I was getting and to oversee it, but it was almost impossible. Like I had to do everything off of trust because yeah. it, the amount of leads coming in and clients that I was getting in, I would have needed 20 people to keep up with it. You're making content and people are wanting to reach out to you or whoever you're working with and you're sending them off to professionals, right? You're sending them off to professionals who are supposed to take the business. It's not only that they were screwing over clients and writing bad policies, they were also not respecting your brand and the way that you said that clients policies would be set up, right? They're they're going against your word. Like if you're the content marketer guy and you say something, it needs to be followed through 
with the next group and the next group, right? But it's even bigger than that. It's also the fact that you're not even getting paid adequately for the content that you're making, for the ad strategy, you're not even getting what you're owed. So they're not even just like taking the leads and doing whatever they want with the business. They're screwing you on every single corner that they can. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, I don't want to say I'm naive. I just didn't know. I didn't know what other agents were getting or other marketers or influencers were getting. You were generating thousands of leads, thousands, thousands of leads. <laughs> so you're thinking, okay, well... <laughs> I was told, you know, this is awesome. You're not doing anything. <laughs> I'm not doing anything, quote unquote. Not doing anything. I'm not doing the business. The agency's IP issued paid isn't adding up, even with the percentage. I'm like, like the amount of money the company's making versus what I should be making is not. It's not all there. And do you think that that's because Dan is taking a bigger cut for himself and just kind of? Well, that's the other thing is like we were partners, but partners usually have shares, right? Yeah. You guys didn't have shares? I didn't have a share of the business. Oh, then how can you be a partner? A handshake. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am probably not the brightest, but I do have a hard head. I mean, I'll work and work and work and work. You can be a fantastic business person. You can be super driven, right? You can think that you're, I'm just out to help people. And then you start helping people and you start getting successful and you start going, ooh, I could make a lot more money if I just was a little bit greedy or selfish or anything, right? You can see it. When we're talking about an industry, the industry that produces more millionaires than any other industry, of course people are going to get greedy. Of course they're going to go back on what they say. There's hundreds of thousands of dollars at stake. And if you're someone who's willing to screw strangers over, I would assume that you're you're more than willing to screw over your closest friends, too. I saw it more times than none, you know, just from the fact of, you know, a policy getting replaced by somebody within the same agency. You know, you'd see that stuff and it's like, damn. Money makes people do stupid shit. It does. It shows you people's true colors. Now, do we think that... Dan is the main problem here. Yeah. Okay. And I wouldn't have said that if he didn't respond the way he did to my... Your video? Uh, I texted him one day and I was like, dude, like, this is my community. I care about these people. We, I don't want to screw them over. And he responds with something smug and said, oh, no, like, they're just leads. Like, I don't care. I don't personally want to deal with quote unquote community. And I just was like, bro, like, what, like, what do you mean? Like, how do you not see the value in having a community behind you? Because, I mean, he just openly admitted... I don't care about people. 100% is that's how I interpreted it. That's what it sounds like to me because online, you're telling everyone max fund your policy with a minimum death benefit to get the most cash value. And so then the con, like someone is watching this and going, I want to work with this company, this team, this person. They reach out and they're getting told, oh yeah, let's do a level death benefit with a, a massive death benefit. You're not going to have cash value for years. It's not going to grow like it would if it was the other way. But, and I kid you not, because <laughs> you can back me up on this. Michael and Dan are teaching people and they themselves are telling people, you want a level death benefit, even though the entire industry, all of us on social media say you don't, because it's easier that way. You'll forget. And and you don't have to, 
You don't have to worry about your death benefit being too small. or And you also don't have to change anything on your policy because Dan literally says your clients are not smart enough. So just give them a level death benefit so you don't have to worry about it. And what else does a level death benefit do? It gives the agent triple the amount of commission. And so you're finding out as you're saying that you're looking through your business, there's thousands of names and you're going through and you're seeing more and more and more and more policies, enforce policies with a level death benefit option, which you have never said online that anyone should do. Never. I... And this is the huge problem. And do you think that we gave Dan a chance to admit that he was wrong and to say, hey, my bad. Let me tell the agents not to do that anymore. My bad, Corey. We will do it the right way. You gave him an opportunity. I gave him an opportunity. He doesn't not care. He knew something was up. You're backing away from him. He's getting called out online. End of the story here is Corey and Dan do not work together anymore. Not at all. Because of what Dan did. You and I both know the higher ups at the insurance companies some of them also tell people, tell agents, you should use a level death benefit. You'll make more money. Mm. And I tell them, but my client won't. And they say, yeah, but that's okay. And I say, no, it's not. It's not fucking okay. And Dan is the kind of guy that says, oh, wow, really? I can make more money? Okay. Let's make up an excuse as to why we're going to do that and drill it into everyone's heads so that even the agents are convincing their clients that that's what they want. Oh, I'm getting so mad. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. So Even the most reputable carriers, they're whatever you call them, <laughs> their reps are telling the agents to do level. I hope that this episode too accomplishes the fact like this is why I do what I do. If you were never going to say anything to Dan ever again, what would you tell him right now? Just want to tell him like, you know, you ruined a relationship with me, but our families are the ones that are going to feel it. Let that sink in. My seven-year-old loved him. I hope it hurts to know that she's not going to be able to hang out with you and your sister again. My three-year-old also loved Uncle Dan. Yeah, it's over. You don't get to screw over people and, and fuck around with people's money, their energy, their time, their image, their reputation. You don't get to do it and think that you're going to be welcomed back into their life or into their home. Especially when it involves my family. Like me, completely different, but not my daughter's. And it's it's Dan's loss. And I hope that Dan's business suffers because people start seeing through his bullshit. I would say if anybody, if if their page is majority other content creators, run for the hills. Run away. Yeah. I mean, if you got a policy from anybody, especially 360, like reach out, get a policy review as soon as possible, because the quicker you get it resolved, the more money you save and just know that my intentions were not how it played out. I'm actually working with a licensed financial advisor. If you thought you worked with Corey in the past or crazy enough, you thought you worked with me and you worked with 360 <laughs> Financial Group, please reach out to Power3 Financial or Spectrum Financial, right? Yeah. And so for the listeners too, like this is really cool. Corey might be a little upset at me that I kept his name in the first podcast episode, but I had to because it makes sense now <laughs> because Dustin Wiley was on the first episode and he calls out Corey and I switch gears, right? I introduce Corey and Wiley after the show. They're best buds now. And guess who's working together? Corey and Wiley. Wiley had this, this image of you that Everyone else had, Start, right? Yeah. And so Wiley's like, grow with Corey. 
he's screwing people over. And I'm all, it's Dan, it's Dan. <laughs> like, And then I tell him after the episode, but I'm seriously, Corey, I'm so happy for you. I didn't know Wiley before the first episode and he is a rad freaking guy. Um, and he, like you said, he's, I'm very impressed by him as well. Um, so I'm really glad that you got to end up there after all of this. I, I honestly, I appreciate that. And I appreciate everything that you, you know, our friendship. I just uh, honestly, and I would be, so what happened yesterday? What happened yesterday? Oh, there was more drama. Yeah. Oh, tell us. Bring it. So um, the people that we work with, you know, they're all CPAs. They're financial advisors. You know, they have all the securities and stuff. But, you know, I get a lead in and I didn't think anything of it right up front. It was a different name. And they had two meetings. The way that the CRM set up, I actually see all the emails. And yeah. the name was a different name. Hmm. And it like my memory was like, wait a minute. I've seen that name before. So I yeah. Google it and sure as shit, it's one of Dan's agents um, that works under Shoddy. And I screenshot his, you know, photo, send it to the financial advisor and say, hey, is this the client you just spoke with? He goes, yeah, that's him. I said, dump him. He's from FFL. He's literally trying to figure out what you're doing and what the business is about and get information. Yep. Free information. And they have a little, you know, minion that's underneath Shoddy. I want to name drop a few names. Just Do it. To say, like, stay away from Dan. Stay away from Shoddy. Stay away from Elizabeth Tran, Peter, Brittany Lee, FFL Eagles. Michael Pearson. Michael Pearson. Stay away from them. Do not do business with them. If anybody's in F, I'm done with FFL. It FFL is, is not great. <laughs> it's not great. There's no oversight. Let's yeah. just put it that way. Yeah. Well, it's not going to last long. Like, I mean, of course, there are awful businessmen who are very powerful and very wealthy, and they stay in this position for a while. Okay. But at some point, they all come crashing down. So it's only a matter of time for someone like Dan to have his fallout of everyone knows he's full of shit and he's just not a good guy. Yeah, and I'm, I don't think I'm, I'm going to post again. But, you know, that kind of pissed me off. Like, come on. Yeah, I mean, they're not worth it, but we just did this podcast, so we'll get to take all the, the content from it. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Corey, anything else you feel like anyone needs to know? Just pick your person wisely, <laughs> please. Yeah. I've been saying this since the beginning. For three years, it does not matter which company or which product you use. You get, you purchase. The most important thing is who you work with. If someone cares about you and your situation and your money and they would like to sleep at night, they're going to do the best they can with what they got. Right. Um, Corey, where can people find you online if they want to reach out to you? Do you direct them somewhere else or who would you put them in contact to? Tell us everything we need to know about working with you and with Spectrum Financial. So basically right now we are in the process of getting a calendar so that they can book their own meeting. Okay. But currently it's still the stand store that's in my you know bio on TikTok, Grow With Corey, Instagram, Grow With Corey, Facebook, okay. Grow With Corey L. You fill out that intake form and I personally deal with them and send them to a financial advisor or whoever, if you guys need estate planning. You have a lot of different services and you'll get them where they need to be. It goes directly to who it needs to go to. And you know all of these people you're sending clients to. <laughs> yes. We like them. They all have every security credential that you could find. I just want to apologize to everybody that I didn't do my due diligence on the people that I was working with. I put your money at risk. That's not my intention. 
and I really want to make it better, which is why I am teaming up with somebody else. These guys are legit, and I promise <laughs> this will never happen again. Amazing. Amazing, Corey. Well, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. You know, we're, we're not talking about insurance sales or being an agent with you per se, but after everything that you've been through and the kind of person who would step away from a greedy business like this shows the kind of person that you are, that you are an asset to this industry, that we need people like you that hold themselves to a higher standard for their clients, right? Not just, you're not just doing this for yourself. You're doing this for the community, like you said, for the people that respect you, for the people that are honestly trying to make their lives better. So I think this is highly respectable and you're absolutely an asset. Of course, you're getting out the information that people need and you're doing everything you can to make sure those people are taken care of. That is a huge part of this goddamn industry. Don't you know it? Who would have thought, you know, social media is where everybody gets their information now, but you need to see through the bullshit. And we've seen through a lot of bullshit today and cleared a lot of air. We're going to get out of here. Um, things are being um, the ass of our show, Dan. Actually, I'll give you I'll give you that gold star. A plus. That's a wrap, you guys. Corey Latour, Mr. At Grow with Corey. It's a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. We all do. Um, this has been the You're an Asset podcast, where I'm your host, Casey the Dollar. And we find out who is an asset in the financial industry and who is just an ass. I'll see you next week. Bye. The You're an Asset podcast is not giving financial advice. We are not licensed financial advisors and our licensing is strictly in insurance products. The information that we talk about is specific to the products that we work with. We cannot guarantee that other agents will have the same product features that we discuss on the show.